Hello and welcome to Kempton Park for this, the annual Doctor Who scenery chewing chase. Cast and crew from the Haunt of Nyamon are up against cast and crew from Time of the Rani. And it's going to be a good race today. And they're off. Taking an early lead, it's Sylvester McCoy, wearing an unconvincing blonde curly wig and multicoloured jackets, three sizes too big for him. Followed closely behind is Mel, screaming as usual, so no wonder she is being whipped so fervently. Anyway, sneaking up on the inside from the Haunt of Nyamon, there's a man who likes the Sydney Opera House so much he dresses like it. But overtaking him is Soldi. Eyes rolling, waving his staff around, then incessantly calling for Lord Nymon. This is anyone's race, but we have a faller. Icona has entered a minefield, tripped in a trap, and messily exploded over the heads of the spectators in the grandstand. Coming down the back straight, it's neck and neck with the Nymons and the Tetraps. The Tetraps moving along like they've pooed themselves, and the Nymon teetering along on their stack heels. I have never seen anything like this since Nicola Bryant was menaced by something that looked like a giant willy in Time Lash. Into the final straight with the Rani making good headway, a fine-looking but with a big zit on her nose. Into the final hundred yards and it's an absolute melee out there. But with a final burst of wiggling scum, it's Haunt of Nyamon first past the post, closely followed by Time and the Rani. This has been the annual Doctor Who scenery chewing chase. Now back to the studio. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Stephen. I'm back. Ooh. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Hello. Happy birthday. <laughs> Adam. I'm Jean. Cavan's really old. But not as old as Jean. <laughs> but not and as old I, as me. Yes, I. It's my birthday. I know. I'm married to the most beautiful <laughs> birthday girl in the world. No. Don't forget. I'm going to open party. a present. If I may. You open I have, a I have many cards you, and presents. It's all very nice. This one is Copper. from Jean. Copper. Oh, it's from Jean. Yeah. Ooh. Jean has attempted to go to the Adams School of Rapping, but unfortunately... <laughs> I did leave an area. You did leave an area. An area. An area. An area to be touched. Some, somewhere exposed. <laughs> she's in. She's in. I'm in. Does it vibrate? You hold my wrapping paper. I will have wrapping paper here. I'm Ooh. the wrapping paper guy. It's, it's a thing. Oh, yes. Jean's been on my wish list. It's a carrot bag. <laughs> I can't get into it. Look, Amazon wrapped it better than you did. <laughs> I think I know. It's a, it's a set of night goggles. It is. It's a set of goggles. It's a sleep of, mask. It's a, it's a new... Um, Putting over your glasses, Shape. sunglasses. sunglasses. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's that, awesome. They they had those in V, didn't they? They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah just complete yeah. side window. Got a cool. tongue. I'm going to get myself some. They are really good, and it comes with an case. And well, case. Uh, a very pretty I've pink got, case. I've got the case to put them in, but they a bit small for the case, unfortunately. That's so right. you want there's room for other things. Oh, I just hit the microphone with them. I'm going to wear them throughout the podcast. Because the lights are dim, I can't see anyway, so I'll put these black sunglasses on as well. She, she's going to be eating hamsters now. Yeah, you know, realise yeah. that, don't you? Yeah. Why have we got hamsters? <laughs> Thank you, Jean. That's Slats. lovely. And, and a cloth. cleaning cloth. That's what I'm holding in my hand. It's a cleaning cloth. <laughs> Those glasses are so good. <laughs> they really are good. <laughs> Jean's taking my picture. She clearly wants to die. I can see you. There's a microphone with a pair of dark glasses. So what is it? It's nine to midnight, it's dark and we're wearing shades. We've got to get to Chicago. <laughs> Shall I open another present? Can do, why not? All right, I'll open another present. Presents. Oh, so, see, that geez. one's easy. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> I, take, I took pity on you. <laughs> what, because I'm so old? <laughs> there may be ructions later on. She can't get it out, though, can she? <laughs> I can, oh. but I can't see what it is. <laughs> Take the glasses off. Oh, Doom Coalition 2. It's got Paul in it. Yes, it's got oh. Paul in it. 
thank you, my husband. That's okay. <laughs> I, I hit the microphone That's again. It. I'm so sorry. I will look at Alex Kingston. I should just. Perv <laughs> over my birthday present. It's oh. coming back here. What were you doing? Yeah, that's different. <laughs> okay, okay. It's my present. Okay. Shall we begin? Okay. If you like. Anyway, without further ado, yes, unusual intros and horse races beside. It's the news with El Presidente. I don't have a tablet. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. More multi-master madness. Ooh. Audiomongers in chief, big finish, somehow survived working with Eric Roberts and clearly yes, enjoying a bit of masochism, occasion. are bringing him and his master back for more. Ooh. Last time saw Roberts' master up against River Song, but this time he will be returning to his roots and doing battle with Paul McGann's eighth doctor. As before, he won't be alone. The upcoming box set... Ravenous Four. Mm. We'll see Michelle Gomez, Derek Jacobi, Jeffrey Beavers, and Little Eric's Masters all crammed into the three disc set. Final episode writer John Dorney said Finishing off the Ravenous arc was a big enough responsibility on its own, but throw in wanting to give great material to Sir Derek Jacobi and Michelle Gomez, and that's even before we get to the heart stoppingly fantastic prospect of bringing Eric Roberts' master back face to face with the Doctor again for the first time in over 20 years. Pre-order now for £23 for the CDs or £20 for the download only for release in October 2019. That's Keith's birthday present sorted out. (laughs) (laughs) Got him back. He must have enjoyed it. Or or he's just not had work for a long time. Probably that. (laughs) I I think it's a combination of, yes, he enjoyed it. They do good meals. uh, But more importantly... I don't think he got the meal, though, because in LA... No, 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 no. They they would make it... They ship it over, do they? They would make it especially (laughs) and ship it over. The reputation. The reputation of it. Might be a bit cold. So or they, or they fry cold... the uh, fry the cookout. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a cold calculation. Mm. But I have to say that's one I'll definitely get because I did thoroughly enjoy the other, the first lot of Master. Yeah, one. Oh, I haven't heard it. Yet. I've got it, but I haven't heard it. Game of Thrones. Yay! Sorry, G. Wrong theme, G. It's a prequel. <laughs> yes, this is a prequel. Winter hasn't come yet. Spring still here. Is he mad? In a coma? Or back in time? Looks like the latter for John Sim, given he's been signed up to do some of his acting thing in the Game of Thrones prequel pilot. Perhaps not coincidentally, the director of this pilot episode, S.J. Clarkson, has previously directed episodes of Life on Mars, the original British one. The a better one. <laughs> <only> one. <laughs> Jessica Jones, Whitechapel, brilliant series, mm. Heroes, Dexter, Casualty, and many, many, many others. Many. EastEnders too, I believe. <clears throat> well, we'll we try not to, to hold that against <laughs> Oh, did you know Zamo? No, from Gra- oh, no, no, no. Zamo from Grange Hill is going to be in EastEnders. <laughs> yes, on radio too. That Zamo watched this Sean Slater. Sean Slater is coming back in it. Don't care. About Lots him. of other names have now <laughs> been attached to the project. Perhaps the most notable being. Naomi Watts, who appears to be playing the close closeted, <laughs> closest, sorry, <laughs> who appears to be cl- playing the closest to a lead character, who appears such- to be playing a closet. Yeah. <laughs> Look, she has trouble with words at the best of times. Stop making her laugh. Don't confuse her. Who appears to be playing the closest to a lead character that such a sprawling cast can have. Somebody called George Martin has co-written the script. He has nothing else he should be doing, apparently. (laughs) Alongside Jane Goldman, who is also the showrunner. At this rate, the pilot might be finished sometime next year. (laughs) And on Game of Thrones... Oh, they're starting shortly. It starts shortly. The first few episodes are going to actually be an hour along Mm -hmm. without advert so heaven knows what they're yeah. going to do that yeah. but I think it's the last four we're going to be 80 minutes so it's like four three. minutes last three, three. Last it's three. going to be mini yeah. movies as, as we mentioned the, there is about 400 minutes left did anyone see uh, Maisie Williams drop her absolute clang 
I didn't see you. On April Fool's Day. Yeah, it was it was really cool. <laughs> she was on Jimmy Kimmel and was uh, discussing the up and coming series and how wonderful it's going to be and this is great and that is great and she didn't like this but she did like that and she said of course it's really hard because Arya dies in the second episode and then is oh no <laughs> please don't t- tell me you can cut that oh running off in tears and <laughs> she's an actress she learned how to act in the meantime she has learned since <laughs> Very harsh. Ooh. Ouch. I have addendums. Oh, yeah, really. Is that What's the end of the news, by the way? No, yes. or anymore. No, because I have oh. addendum. What's right. your addendum? You need to get yourself to the Virgin BAFTA Award site Ooh. and vote. <gasps> yes. Vote. Yes. For Rosa Parks. Done mm-hmm. and done. Isn't she dead? Yes. No, no, the Doctor no. Who episode. Oh, okay. Ah. Bodyguard, Doctor Who and Coronation Street lead the BAFTA's must-see moments nominations. Coronation Street. Yes. So <laughs> apparently it is the Bodyguard. Um, can't think why. Terrible program. It's got Richard Madden in it, though. Mm. Coronation Street's Gail's monologue on the suicide of Aidan Connor. Oh, I have heard that was rather damn good. Doctor Who, Rosa Parks. Parks, the Yay. Doctor and the Companions make sure historical moments remain. So I think it's specifically the, the scene on yeah. the bus. The yeah. bus scene. Killing Eve. Eve stabs Villanella. Vill- Vill- Isn't it called Killing Eve, though? Well, where's Eve killing people? Has she misunderstood the name of the show? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. And also... Peter Kay's Car Share, the final. You've got Queer Eye, Netflix... Tom completes his transformation. So there are the options. Um, so get voting for... I'm not telling you what to vote for, Rosa Parks, but no. you really need to get on site and vote for Rosa Parks. Well. I'm yeah. trying to find it now. Good lad. Put a link in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. Any more addendums? Any more addendums? Anyone dead? Oh, someone's dead. Shane Rimmer. I want to say Arnold Rimmer. <laughs> but that's wrong. Arnold Judas Scott, Rimmer. Arnold, Scott Tracy. Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. Yeah. Scott Tracy. Oh, yeah, the voice of... Scott Tracy. And he was in Gunfighters 2. He was. Shame him, wasn't he? Yeah, there was yes. a Gunfighters 2? Yeah. No, yeah. no, sequel. <laughs> oh, right. Um, which he was, he was which uh, James Bond film was he in? Who played the... Uh, I Love Me. Yeah, he played the uh, ship, yes. yeah, the captain. Yeah, yeah he's in Oh, what's-her-face from James Mm-mm. Bond has also popped off, hasn't she? Yes, one of the lesser. early ladies. Lesser oh, Bond really, girls. Yeah. Did you just refer to her as a lesser Bond girl? No, <laughs> I said No, no, I'm talking to him. Oh, him? It's, it's just your eyes. I can't see where you're looking. You're looking so much in that sentence that was wrong. <laughs> the fact she's... you called her a girl when she's clearly a woman. Well, the, the... And the fact you referred to a woman as being lesser than another woman. Who are you to judge? Oh, yeah. On that point... <laughs> have, you, have you finished? Yes. No, no, can, on that point, can I apologise for the very, very long review I did of Marvel last yeah. time? We didn't, bother, we didn't bother with the review. We, we just let you go and get all the salient points. You know. I, I Anybody can't... got anything else to add? It was great. No. no. <laughs> I apologise now. It was wonderful. I have an addendum. Oh, yeah. What well, is your addendum? There is a charity book coming up. Ooh. All right. For, in, yes, in, for... Uh, charity? Yeah, for, for cancer research. Okay. Defending the Earth, The Adventures of Sarah Jane. Ooh. Yeah. It's a collection of uh, short stories, <laughs> ranging from the character when she was six years old to when she's a grand old lady. Defending the Earth at six years old. That's, That's pretty sure. She was six awesome. Yeah. yeah. The website is Big Cartel, so hopefully, hopefully it's going to be in the show notes. I've emailed across any the names website. we should recognise as writers. I, I Sarah don't Jane. know. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Expand, damn you! Uh, <laughs> featuring <laughs> stories by Cara. She phones me up and says, "I just can't get into expand." <laughs> Cara Dennison, Josh. With, I'm not pronouncing this right. Josh Wisensko, Sophie Ellis, James... I'm not even going to pronounce that Bond. one. <laughs> Nikki Hasma and many more. Ooh, okay. I'm not sure. I think it was one or two names I recognised there. But an, an <laughs> not from that, but maybe I would have written down. <laughs> unofficial charity collection in support for the Cancer Research Institute. Oh, cool. Does it say how much the book is? Is it downloadable? Mm-hmm. We have twenty six ninety nine for e-book and physical book, four ninety nine for e-book, and... 
and twenty four ninety nine for physical book. That's not bad. Definitely put that in the show notes. So yep. Have yep. a look at that. Is that our final addendum? Um, I have an oh, avatum. Oh, wow. I have an avatum. <laughs> Do you? What the Would you like a cushion? Can't you get an ointment for that? <laughs> you can. Not the last podcast because I wasn't here, but the podcast before. It's been pointed it? out when we were discussing something. I said of Monty Python that they were peers with the goons. I meant the goodies. Thank you for having pointed that out on Facebook, someone. It began with a G. It's got a couple of O's in it. Is there any more news? There is no more news at all. We are addendumed out. Thus endeth the news. I'll open another Prezi. I have another Prezi here. It's from Keith, so the wrapping might be a bit difficult to get. Oh, no, it's open. (laughs) (laughs) Straight straight away. Don't hurt me. It's my birthday. Don't take my present. It's my present. (laughs) You nearly. I was going to wrap it in tape. (laughs) Right. Ooh. There's a random piece of tape there. And... and upside down. It's upside down. It actually popped open while I was wrapping it. Ooh. <laughs> the Doom Coalition 3. Ooh, you're Ooh. doing well there. I am. I'm going to have lots of new things to listen to. It's three McGann's. I thought that should make you happy. Well, yeah. He's very nice. Well, it's pretty, that was Doom Coalition as well, wasn't it? Is that Doom Coalition 2? And mm. this is Doom Coalition 3. Okay. Jamie got me Doom Coalition 1. Oh. Oh, I was going to get number four, but the oh. prices were getting a bit yeah. too much. I have the little red one. Gosh, I like presents. Presents are just really cool. Notice, it's securely taped. It's just the papers ripped. That's all right. <laughs> oh, Jean, there's there's your belated birthday present from uh, Jane and myself. Oh, thank you. Well, early, maybe, for next year. He's got me a box of hand sanitizers. But yeah. You said you always wanted them. Well, this is true. That looks echo-like. Spoilers! <laughs> I can see it. It's in an echo box. <laughs> I've really got to take, take glasses. the glasses off. <laughs> Ah, awesome. There's echo it's the bedroom side. dot. The bedroom uh, dot. Oh, this is just once she's going to think someone said something to her and go, I don't know the answer to that. We're going to crap ourselves <laughs> yeah. and she's going to be in the lavatory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. She, she's actually done that a couple of times. We're watching the, sitting there watching a programme and she's reacted to what's happened on the telly. Oh, yes. And she said, <laughs> I can't do that, Dave. And <laughs> we, we've put her in the garden. <laughs> I have Thank to, you, my husband. Okay, I, have my to admit, I love my bedroom echo dot because i just lie there alexa light yellow light off go up to the <laughs> loop alexa light off alexa radio off That's set the, the alarm i've got <laughs> some <laughs> <laughs> i've got some uh, wi-fi bulbs yeah. and that so all i need to do is do the uh the overhead light and the lamp sorted <laughs> oh god we're so lazy well now i hopefully i'll stop getting creepy messages they're not creepy <laughs> i just send him reminders yeah. So Alexa, remind Look, Keith that toast is lovely and yummy and penguins mm. don't eat no. radishes. Hopefully you haven't got that, sir. So. <laughs> and she says it for him. And then I hear, <sighs> do you want something? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> You've been learning from certain person, from the master. haven't you? From the master. <laughs> <laughs> no using teeth. Who said? While she's attempting teeth. to get into that, can I open that? There's yeah. a really big yeah. present yeah. here. No. I thought it was a footstool, Ooh. but it's not. No, no, no I haven't. Oh, what one is it? The ancient and worshipful law of Gallifrey? It, it's something like that. Yes. <laughs> Definitely getting old. <laughs> Not that heavy at all. That's a really good heavy act. <laughs> oh, that is actually quite heavy. There you go. Keith. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a companion volume to uh, Clockwork Angels. Yeah. It's like a sort of steampunk Canterbury Tales. Shouldn't be too hard. Get into it. Ah! I'm opening. Yes. Oh, God, yeah, that's very disappointing. <laughs> Could you hold that? Yes, I sure. I'll hold Take that. <laughs> One piece and at that. a time. <laughs> Dear listeners, if you could go out, you know, talk amongst yourself, maybe a cup of coffee or, or put some toast on. Toast would be good. <laughs> All right. It's a brown box. A musical box, wound up and ready to play. Right, Is this going to be one of those boxes in a box? If you could box? see any signs on it, 
Just, you know, don't read them out. Sorry, but you had an echo <laughs> dot in a clear... I couldn't see it. I've got my shades on. That you gave me. Karen, Karen it's it... gone eight o'clock oh, at night. Why do you... It's in a clear bag. It's in a blue box. It had echo written on it. Choose you to mock my sight. <laughs> yes. Lift it up. Lift it up. Ooh, we ripped it off. Really not sure what. The, well, no, I did nothing on my wish list. Is this big? Do you, you have your Stanley knife with you? <laughs> not usually when I'm out. <laughs> no, don't worry. I've got some knife. <laughs> He doesn't want to be nicked. (laughs) 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 Is something going to jump out of it and scare me? Because I'm very old now. (laughs) It's ahead of McGann, isn't it? It's ahead of McGann. Is it Paul McGann? That's a mob wife. (laughs) Bubble wrap! No, kablam. (laughs) 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 Oh! Good God, that's bigger than I thought it was. Keith, could you pull the end? (laughs) 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 Adam, I thought this would be small. <laughs> it looks small. That's pretty huge. <laughs> well, it's a travel case. Oh my word! It's for it's for my albulines. Oh. We apologise, dear listeners. It's At some point, we will actually get around to doing a podcast. Yeah. Oh, there's an album in it. Oh, I've unclipped oh. it. It's come out of a clip. It's thing. meant to. It doesn't look. Oh, like... Yes, it's meant to. There's a clip on it. <laughs> I got television themes by Matt Berry. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God, that's the thing we listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my grief. Thank <laughs> you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Enthusiasm is a slightly... Wayne. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, it's a nice-looking record yeah, holder, isn't impressive, it? Though, isn't it? And she did it all without seeing as well. Yeah. Bubble wrap! Ray Charles over there. Charles. <laughs> Could you say that's... I just called to say I love you? Ooh. That's Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I know, yes. For God's sake, first you cr- belittle women and now you're mocking people with visual impairment, knowing that I'm your wife. I mean, God. And it's your birthday. I'm going to spend the rest of the podcast sulking. sulking. No, popping. Blam. <laughs> Damn it. Bang. We're all dead. Right, dear listeners, we've been watching telly again. Well, cowering behind the sofa. Oh, yeah, we were terrified. <laughs> we have been watching, in honour of the great Kate, late O'Mara. Late Kate. Yeah. Time and the Rani. Pause for music. OK, I watched this... With my darling husband. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. After mm. we both went, shit, we've got to watch Time of the Rye. We're meant to be doing something. Quite frankly, it wasn't as bad as I remember it being. Oh, you're really? sure right. it was, I'm positive. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was so 80s, it was painful. Yeah. <laughs> but... I actually really enjoyed it. It wasn't as disastrous I, we, as I I'm seem sorry, to remember it being. I beg to differ. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that was actually the first time I've seen it. And, um, ever? Let, ever, yeah. Really? Oh, what? Did you um, not see it in 87? No, I didn't. And to be honest, it was rather cringe-inducing. <laughs> we no. have watched worse. We have well, watched yeah. worse. Yeah. 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 Yes. I, I remember at the time thinking that that bubble effect was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I still ni- like it even now. For 1987, now. yeah. It's not yeah. bad for the yeah. time. And yeah. Kate O'Mara's take of Bonnie Langford <laughs> that is was good. just oh, a work of genius. I, I have two levels with that. One, yes, it's a it's a superb impersonation. Two, why? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's, on two, it's a very good impersonation. Well, I, isn't I still about? say I she did it, it to sinister. She did it to um, make sure the doctor was kept off kilter. The one thing I agree with you on this. Why did she suddenly gain a beauty spot yes. on the side of her nose? Yes. Did yes. someone punch Kate O'Mara and it needed covering up? Probably, yeah. 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 Probably no, Langford. Or she had a big zit. But the, no, the whole imitating Mel thing, yeah, I, I, could, I could take Which, that. That the spot disappeared for. Yes. Maybe yeah. it fell off. <laughs> <laughs> and went to seek his fortune in the big city. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I liked the Lucertians. Notice Cumberdick Bendy Patch's mum was one of them. Yes. Yeah, there was a couple of well-known for the time, well-known faces in there. Yeah. Donald but Pickering, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Donald Pickering. Donald Pickering's yeah. character really annoyed me, though. Yeah. Because he was so... I mean, no man that age should be that flipping gullible. <laughs> <laughs> the entire race was so insipid. They didn't... What, what, what yeah, you were saying with, with Star Trek, you get Riser. This is... This is the BBC. 1987 equivalent of rice at the Pleasure Planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although didn't the, the greater next gen, what, to be honest. The Pleasure oh, Planet the from the outside. Sorry? What was the point of that leisure club and no, the it, beehive? Well, it was so <laughs> that, because um, from the outside, it looked remarkably like the old Civic Centre in Aylesbury where we used to go swimming. So that's the uh, point of that. Comple- complete <laughs> with right. the stone dragons outside. They were lions, but yeah. <laughs> Aylesbury was ahead of its time. All right. <laughs> Keith, I mean, I know you have a major beef about the uh, incidental music in the... Uh, you know, the Sea Devils. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry, but the incidental music for Time and the Rani... Kef. It was, it was yeah, like... McCulloch. It was like the Pet Shop Boys when they came back from the pub. It, it, <laughs> I, I, will, I will grant you it was very 80s, but it was, it was a step up from what we've had before. Oh, I just found it very jarring and very intrusive at times. It's Steve- okay sometimes, but... Yeah. Stephen, what did you think of Time and the Rani? I didn't do my homework. I wasn't... Again, years ago. What are your memories yeah. of Time and the Rhyme? Yeah. What, what have you wiped them? I was I'm young. I wasn't I was born. born. <laughs> I've seen all the classic stories at least once, and mm. that was ages ago. But I'm sorry. You failed. I failed this podcast. <laughs> you sit there, you eat all the jammy dodgers, oh. you steal my birthday cards. You, you gave me the birthday cards. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm fondling your leg. I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing nothing. Me and you are going to have words. Sasquatch, that's one word. <laughs> jammy dodgers, that's no, it's two words. Gene, yes, dear. Um, I remember this when it came out. Me too, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with great vivid recollection <laughs> she says she's ru- scraping her hands through her hair as we speak my lap just vibrated uh, I I watched the little documentary interview afterwards yeah, actually yes. watched some of them and I think it's quite interesting because I remember when I did watch it subsequently I really did like Sylvester hmm. but for that one I was like Oh my giddy aunt. And I think they really did good by toning down the over the top comedy element. Mm -hmm. Um, I know why they did it. Part of its regeneration, I think they wanted to carry it on. Glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. I still think those spinning snow globes still hold up quite well. One thing about the um, the whole clowning thing, and this was a Jip and Payne story. Yeah. 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 The. Considering how experienced they were as writers, they must have realised that less is more when it came to him getting his words wrong. Yeah, 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 like I liked Time and Tide Melts the Snowman and just one every now and then would be great. It seemed to be every every time he spoke, he had to get something wrong. And some of them weren't even very clever. Mm. Keith's got his hand up and he's glaring. No, no, I'm not glaring. I I think, if I remember rightly, by the second story, that had already been dropped. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. It was was literally only Time time and Yorani. But it was... I'm I'm not denying that. It just annoyed me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting, the book Script Doctor, which is... Cardinals. Cardinals uh, behind the scenes at the time. He's a lot more critical of that episode than came across on the... It was his first, wasn't it? It was very, very new. it was his first. That was his, literally his first script writing job. Pressure already written when he yeah arrived. he he. It was already in place by the time he had the job. Yeah, yeah he tried mm-hmm. to get them to rewrite bits of it. Yeah. Well, well, when well, you is... listen to the interviews mm-hmm. afterwards with Pip and Jane, the bit with <gasps> King Solomon. Oh, I've got the feeling there's yeah. a bit of animosity yeah, going on yeah, there. Not happy. Oh, that still irks yeah. with them. But they were talking right. about a pitch for a King Solomon story, which yeah. sounded really interesting. Mm. But they they said the BBC said that not enough people would know who King Solomon was, which is totally missing the point of the show because. Yeah people would soon know who he was. Yeah. Because look at how many youngsters didn't know who Rosa Parks was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I did notice about uh, Time and the Rani was um, I remember Mark Greenstreet, who played Icona, mm. uh, from um, another series a couple of years previously called Brat Farrah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, never had that one. <laughs> no, I mean, it was actually a you know, very good series. But to see him sort of 
in an orgy of scenery chewing in uh, time in the Rani. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it was something of a come down slightly. I thought he did a decent enough job given surely he had. And there were a lot, awful lot of famous faces yeah. and it was even though the original series at that point was in its death throes, mm. well, it, was still, come back, but... it was still something that people wanted to be in. It was mm. something you had to have on your CV if you were an actor. Even now, I remember at the time not being necessarily enamoured by the story but certainly the acting of Sylvester and Kate O'Mara oh, pulled yeah. it back for me really mm. the bit where um, the, he um, corrupts the brain yeah. and she just slams out of the room going I'm going to kill him yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the point of that brain I mean well this is the thing we were talking real... about this last night I think you'd heard it somewhere we all think she's a, she's an evil villain a megalomaniac etc etc she's actually been given carte blanche by the uh, Time Lords to research these weird and amazing weapons, ah. etc. They'll Maybe. they've got plausible deniability. They'll deny she was is working for them because they know the time war is coming and they know they'll need all the help mm. they can get. It was one well, like that the Doctor Who role playing game. They mm. did the source books and it was one of the theories put forward by the source books that she's yeah. not actually an exile. She's a patriot. Is that yeah. a retrofit? It is a retrofit. Yeah, yeah. I like the sound of that. Most of the weapons they've got are ancient weapons yeah so they're actually trying to make something new here the time yeah. manipulator or whatever it was yeah, yeah. interesting idea yes from strange matter whatever which i believe was at the time was at uh, the scientific breakthrough yeah it came back to me watching it there were a lot of new scientific breakthroughs hitting at that point and i seem to recall from sylvester's first season it got a little bit more pseudo-real science fiction and science. Mm. There, there wasn't quite so much as the total off-the-wall science yeah. fiction. Yeah. A lot of the science fiction in it was true science fiction. It's well, we've let's, discovered this thing. Let's, let's take it to what, the nth what, degree. What, what, yeah. degree? Yeah. They, they call it speculative fiction yeah. now rather than anything else. It's inspired and, by. Yeah, it did come home in a sort of like a flurry how much of that mm. mumbo... Well, it wasn't mumbo-jumbo, but, you know... It's just new things. New oh. stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking sort of when they mentioned the word strange matter, I mean, I was, I was thinking of sort of subatomic particles, like sort of quarks, you know, yeah. strange and uh, charmed. Well, Chip and Payne all over them, they they had a, a was it brother yeah, for, yeah. who the was a scientist, scientist, apparently, and he gave them all the, the ah. wording for uh, ultimate foe, megabyte modem and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the context makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that but it sounds good. Uh, yeah. That rewinding the bracelets. Oh, yes. The bombs. Oh, yeah, Melanie. God, yeah. she's... We wanted to ask you this. She's. <laughs> she was established as a computer, computer programmer, programmer yeah. from Peace Pottage. Pottage. Mm. Yes. Woo, hometown girl. <laughs> now, because she's a computer programmer, does that necessarily mean she knows how to rewire things? She's Surely yeah, she's yeah. more of a software Disarm girl a than a hardware yeah. girl. Yeah. Now, yeah. you're a software yeah. boy. Do you know your way around the... Do you know your way around the hardware? Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can work a bit harder now and then. <laughs> and is your willy very big? It is. Is it the right mood? Did that sound better in your head? It sounded much better in my head. But then I realised who I would be saying it to. But that was Karen, the thing. Karen, sometimes you need to use your indoor voice in your head. But that's it's my birthday, thing. I can do what they, I want. They just reminded me of Asbo tags. <laughs> that's what yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially. I must admit, when Keith, I got home from work and Keith was watching it, I thought, oh God, oh God, the lights just went. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> Take the glasses <laughs> off. They're the present from my best friend in the whole world. <laughs> you were thank, saying. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> now, when, when I got home from work and Keith was watching it, it was, it was on episode two, and I thought, oh God, I really should watch this. And then two minutes in, I thought, actually, yeah, I do actually enjoy this. It's better by episode two. Episode one is mm. the worst of them yeah. all. Personally, I, I think... For me, it stumbles in the so bad is actually good. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Area. Yeah. 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 Maybe I still remember being embarrassed by it at school. <laughs> I mean, I'd be generous in saying it's a guilty pleasure. So. <laughs> yeah. But the regeneration scene, that was such a pity. <laughs> such, yeah. such a pity. But you can understand why Colin basically oh, God, told them where to go. Even though they couldn't have Colin, they could still have done something with it. They could have done something better than they did. They, there was no need for a blonde wig like that. No. You know? Even with the regeneration 
at the beginning, they could still have had a mystery. The Doctor, with amnesia, naturally, without needing to be yeah. drugged mm. for some reason. But he could be wondering what happened. What's like a murder mystery of yeah. what happened to him? Mm. Why did yeah. he regenerate? They could have had a story about that. Mm. They wouldn't have to have flashbacks necessarily. Just yeah. it, was a, it was a very cheap and nasty way of doing it. Such a waste. It, it's so, it, so good that Big Finish did it properly and the film. Yeah. You know. Well, again, it's the question of there, there was no actual interest. Just get it out and done well, as well. Well, they had this story written for Colin originally. Yeah. yeah. And they just, you know, quick change or yeah. join it at the beginning. Mm. That's it. I mean, they should have scrapped that and nothing. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was no there was no real reason for Colin to regenerate. No. No. He, he fell over and bumped his head. And even yeah. now, I mean, by that point, people knew what regeneration was. Now you'd probably have to think about it. But back then, you have a TARDIS. There's two people in there. One's male, one's female. We know who the Doctor is. Mm. And you could have had the story without having had the regeneration. You could have literally had just it starting off with him in the TARDIS, the, the zap, 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 him in the TARDIS, unconscious with Mel. Yeah. But you didn't actually even need to show the regeneration. Yeah. We would this have is... known who it was by the fact that we're in that costume. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. This is the problem, though, with how people would react, and they still do now. You would have It would have been divided everyone in oh that was a good idea i really liked that to the mm. rabbits we didn't yeah. even get a regeneration scene mob well, people said that about mcgann going into the new series start in 2005 why didn't we get a regeneration yeah well we did and, in the end we did eventually <laughs> kind of yeah uh, <laughs> but you know back then we you didn't know if mcgann was going to be seen as canon yeah. although we now know he is yes so is charlie <laughs> <laughs> mel screaming oh, <laughs> oh that come Worse on susan sure Oh, well, easily. But Victoria whereas even. Mel screaming was horrific, Bonnie Langford can go stiff really well. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, she yeah. gets zapped. Yeah. yeah, she's absolutely stiff as a board. She's That's a what I found is slightly disturbing, the uh, Tetrap's tongues. <laughs> <laughs> I did, listening to the interviews afterwards, Kate O'Mara talking about um, having to Im- impersonating Mel and how she really went for it, but when Bonnie Langford was on set, she was embarrassed and <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to do it. Because as she pointed out Bonnie is this amazing dancer who can bounce across the screen and um, she's not <laughs> and I, I have to say from Bonnie Lang- when Bonnie Langford first started as Mel she's not my least favourite assistant but she's not my favourite favourite mm. assistant I really didn't like the assistant because most of I think majority of Bonnie Langford's career at that point other than I'll scream and scream and scream until I'm thick Violet yeah. Beauregard mm. had been theatre and she very much for her first season was acting as if she was on the stage yeah. and yeah. everything was Projecting exaggerated most of it <laughs> This story, she seemed to have toned it down a bit and it was a bit more... I'm going to use... It's a bit more natural acting. Um, It wasn't quite a pantomime. With uh, Big Finish, she's another one who's been an absolute revelation. Yeah. Because she's just so very, very it's good. Completely. Especially the one where she had to be Mel from two different time periods. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Completely different character. Now, I did question why Mel accepted the Doctor as being the Doctor so yeah. quickly. It didn't take very much to convince her. Yeah. Why did she even know about regeneration? I don't well, know. You don't, you don't know what they spoke okay. about yeah. well, no, between but, seasons. Uh, like, does the Doctor bear her? Oh, I might yeah. drop dead and turn <laughs> something else. Well, I suppose Any the lifestyle now. they live, I mean, it, it is a little bit terminal at times. Well, also, being a, a computer programmer from Pease Pottage, she might have found her way into the TARDIS database and yeah. read up. That BBC Micro they've got know, there. The, the chap's wearing exactly the same clothes and that. He isn't at that point. So, Gene. No, he changed. So, Gene, Gene, just just mm. a sec. So, if Andy showed up wearing Adam's clothes, <laughs> would you assume that Adam has regenerated into Andy? If they were, if there was only one other human being on the entire planet, perhaps I would, if I knew he could regenerate. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Also, the tetraps. They've got surround vision. Yeah. Yes. People yeah. can happily sneak around behind them. <laughs> like, there's no problem. <laughs> well, they were con- if you saw, you had the four v- views and then they just concentrated down onto one. Mm. So while well, they're concontrating well, they down co- to one, yeah, the other eyes are closed. Yeah. So you can <laughs> sneak. <laughs> it's evolutionary. Again, the tetraps, I didn't find them as embarrassing as I remember finding they're them. Not too bad, I think a lot no. of this is down to the fact that I can't see very well anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one tetraps. Tetrap. Was it? Ugh. 
or whatever. Iraq. 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 Yeah. Was, was quite sophisticated. Like <laughs> was quite sophisticated because you had moving eyes and also moving mouth. So which uh, the my last time we last time some, we had something like that was the pteroleptils. Mm. Mm. Yes, but yeah, so, uh, I, I think they're better. Done. Well, I found the tep traps. I mean, especially the one who served um, yeah the Rani. Yeah. Urk. Urk. I found it a bit I bit too igorish for my taste. I don't know if that was the point. Yeah, but there was a bit too much yes, mistress. But this this was another thing that reminds me. See, she's could be mistaken for being compassionate when it comes to the people who she uses, but she sees them as a resource. Mm-hmm. We saw it in Mark of the Rani yeah. with Luke. Yeah. She was ticked off that Luke was dead, but not because she was sad that Luke was dead, yeah. but because he was useful to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a resource that's yeah. gone. Very was- sciencey. With the Lycurtians, when the doctors asked the whole thing about their their reptilian evolution, mm-hmm. I was very surprised at that because I actually thought, and even watching it back, I started thinking, if someone said to me, oh, this is not a human evolution, where's it from? I'd have said bird Slam. because they all run with their arms back like birds' wings yeah. kind of style. You've got the kind of like feathery bit that you yeah, get crest, with birds yeah. and the, the crest colours. in the hair and the colours. And I do wonder why they decided they were reptilian but made them look like and behave more like birds. Aren't you snake? Well, they're serpentine, I think. Mm. You can get feathered lizards. Yeah, yeah. Mm. dinosaurs. But they don't tend to run around with their arms behind them because they don't have any. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well spotted. <laughs> <laughs> the Lycurtians, they were about... Twelve of them, mm. yeah. it seemed, and I did have big budgets back then. No, they didn't get the sense that there was an entire civilization, and oh. the ones that were there were happy enough to hang around in leisure palace, despite the fact they were killer insects. Mm. They didn't know they were killer insects, did they? Until the insects came out. But and even when them. they came out, they still hung around there. They did, <laughs> but you know, if it was anything like the civic centre in Aylesbury, you just wouldn't want to leave. Well, clearly not. They had a machine that gave out Mars bars. It's if called you pressed, a vending machine. No, no. If you pressed the funny button at the back when the man wasn't looking, the Mars bars came out for free. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I suppose on that point, although she's got the leader banged up for rights in a in a sort of like laboratories helping them out, mm. we don't know that she hasn't also put something in the food or water. S- Sauce to actually to make them docile yeah. or subdue yeah. them as well. What's the point of them? It's very harsh. Apparently, they're to use them as a labour force, but only uses the leader to do menial. Perhaps this admin happens tasks. on a day. Oh, off. Who built her citadel? <laughs> but, that, but they did ah. say, yeah. you know, many of them died building the yeah. ramps All and that the kind of them, stuff. <laughs> yeah, so it could be that the remains are kept alive in case she needs a workforce again yeah. at some point. Yeah. As, as Karen points out, she's not adverse to keeping resources going, but she's got the tetraps. But they're not lab- hard labour labour, especially it's not all their eyes work. humans. <laughs> <laughs> and they lollop around. I mean, how long is it going to take them lolloping around Imagine, to do something? Yeah, they're building yeah. something and their tongues get caught between the bricks, exactly. constantly <laughs> having to visit the first aid shop. Anyway, we mm. would love to know what you think of Time and the Rani. We've the... managed to actually talk about it for 20 minutes, which <laughs> <Yeah>. was... <laughs> I yeah. didn't think we'd manage that. No. <laughs> but... I will watch it later. <laughs> Too late. You are in the corner. No, I'm in the middle. No, in, on the naughty step. <laughs> and I find it somewhat awkward being in a room with someone that wasn't already <laughs> And yet I really clearly remember having arguments about it with the likes of Gary Russell and they in the Fitzroy Tavern. <laughs> anyway, do write to us and tell us what you thought of Time and the Rani. That was right, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes. Write to us at show at staggering stories. Dot com. No. no. <laughs> Show at oh. staggering stories. Dot net. We've been listening to something new. Ish. The Sound of Thunders 2019 annual. Annual. Right, this is made up of seven, seven. audio yep. dramas, stories. Yep, um, 20, 25 about, minutes each. Yes. Um, and one of the principal characters, or actors, is the former spinster of this parish, Siobhan Galichon. <laughs> now, this, 
that was one thing that um, listening to them, I was actually rather impressed with. They had some rather good actors. Mm, yes, yeah. yeah. The headline being Toby Haydoke. Yes. I was hoping you'd say it because I can never remember how to pronounce his last name. Rhymes with joke. That's how I remember it. Haydoke. Okay, I'll remember that. So, Toby Haydoke joke. So if we go through them story by story... We have Boxing Day. Yes. Now, I was enjoying this one because yeah. it was it was unusual. Yeah. I liked the like the concept. Mm-hmm. I did feel though that it could have done with a bit more of a tighter edit. Reason being, mm. there was some stuff. Um, I know it was establishing characters and that. I yeah. felt some of that was a little too long. Well, and the charity shop, you mean that sort of thing? Or? No, later on when they okay. the two couples got together. Oh, okay, yeah. I can't remember her name. The the thick girl. Oh, the Essex es- es- girl. Yeah. yeah, she twigged far too quickly. Mm. Could have done with a bit more there yeah. for, of her working out. Shona? You know, Shona. Yeah, Shona, yeah. just because he, you know, her so called boyfriend has eaten a peanut when he's allergic. Oh, that's she right, immediately yeah. went, "Oh my god, you're not my boyfriend." It's something to do with that box. I felt they could have lost a minute or so in the establishing mm. and right. put a bit more lead up and um, awareness yeah maybe establish her as somebody who's into more mystical things so she might have a reason to jump to that conclusion yeah that's the thing there was no reason for it it yeah. was maybe yeah, yeah. The whole premise was she, she knew because the plot yeah. needed her to know yeah exactly the whole, the whole premise of a ghost in a box was rather interesting I yeah. loved that yeah. idea really did such yeah. a good idea and what might happen if that ghost could get out mm. Yeah. I had no idea what any of these what, what were about, what yeah. to expect these on any of these. Different, that's the good thing about it. They're yeah. all, all their own story. And the series it reminds me of most is um, Tales of the Unexpected. That's what I was just yeah. going to say. When I was starting to listen to it, I'm wondering, what the heck am I listening <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Why? What? And then it starts to twist around. And yeah, it's mm. almost like um, a light version of Tales mm. of the Unexpected. Yeah. Not quite as sinister as Tales yeah. of the Unexpected. Oh, Some of them are. Some yeah. of them are. But t- Tales of the Unexpected was quite gory at points. And sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. But speaking of Sinister, I enjoyed the Christmas on Sinister Island. Yes. yes. I what didn't so much enjoy the, the Wachu of Death. No. I, I had real trouble finishing <laughs> listening to that one. I quite Chris- like Cocktails for Two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Chris- Christmas on Sinister Island. <laughs> I-, I thought it was wonderful. It was funny. Um, it was just. Alistair yeah. does a great job with Doc oh, Sinister. Oh, totally. Right. And yeah, I, could, I will listen to that one again because, yeah. yeah. And I also enjoyed the double header between Father Christmas. Oh, skirmish. Yes. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was cleverly I done. I found that a bit frustrating. Maybe a bit long. Maybe it was a Maybe bit long. Yeah. So, yeah. Could have been cut cut down to fifteen minutes. See, this this is all new. This is yeah. all yeah. first time yeah. thing, yeah. and it's, they it's will learn come, from it. Yeah. Exactly, it's going to come the more they do. Exactly, look at the very up. early big finishes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they can't compare to the new ones. My only problem with that one in particular is that the psychiatrist who's mm. made very yeah. clear that she's a scientist. Yeah, at no point does she say the obvious thing, which most people with a science background would say in that situation: mm. extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Mm. Yeah, it's not up to me to prove you're not. It's up to you to prove you, you are. It's up to you to prove that you are. Yeah. And at no point does the character prove that he mm, is what he, he says. Because it's, it's hard to prove a negative. You have yeah, to you prove yeah. a positive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one thing I found about that story was the complete about face it did because it starts off as all the character having to prove you know, sort of, he is Father Christmas. But then by the end of it, it turns into a romp. <laughs> it's literally like sort of, you know, Father Christmas is escaping. We must go and capture, capture him. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, it reminds me of that um, David Tennant scene in um, The Idiot's Lantern yeah. with the police officer where it starts with the doctor Doctor sitting down, yeah. the subservient, the police officer looming over him, saying, yeah. "Tell me everything, everything you know." Yeah. And by the end of the scene, it's the other way round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, that was a, that was a good one, but mm. again, perhaps too long. Oh. Um, cocktails for two. I liked cocktails yeah. for two. <laughs> it was a glorified drinking contest. It was a glorified well, drinking, go. but I liked the twist at the end. Yes, that the whole thing started because mm. the girl walked out. Mm. They used that excuse, and the person who won the entire game. Yeah, was the was girl. The girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deserved it, really. Those two are horrible people. Oh, good grief. I mean, they were both as bad as each other. Yeah. It's just some of the cocktails they were drinking. I use this stuff to clean the bar, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Great characters as well. Very well acted yeah. by the two of them. Well, this is, this is what I liked about the actors that they used. They were all in more than one. Yeah. Initially, in, um, oh, Boxing Day, I found Shona 
annoying and I wasn't sure if it was the character I was finding annoying or the way it yeah. was being acted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she was in another one and mm-hmm. yeah no problem at all so, so it character. was the character yeah. Yeah. I got a little bit lost on the haunting one oh, I have a lot to say about the haunting oh, yeah. <laughs> the haunting I feel it was almost Stephen King-like in its mm-hmm. horror element mm-hmm. it was <laughs> the bizarreness was Kafka-esque and yeah. Yeah. there was there was a hint of Poe in there. Uh oh, wrong Poe. Just because you penned it. <laughs> no, the, the the haunting was um, it was an experiment really. It mm. was I felt sort of tied hands in a way because I was having to write to for oh, yeah. characters that we all created years and years ago, and mm. I didn't remember <laughs> most of it, having fallen asleep in most of the role playing yeah. sessions. Yeah. That's true. And it was very it was very hard to find the voices apart from the character I. I played, which yeah. was Lily, who was originally well, called Blanche. Blanche. Yeah. yeah, and the others I just, yeah. Oh, you did a good job. I can't really judge. But the yeah. whispering, there should have been more whispering. There was not enough. The whispering didn't go along on long enough. Siobhan. <laughs> Whispering. Yeah, I wrote it in capital letters. <laughs> I mean, we had the temporal echo, which is, what is it, the little boy? Yes. And there was also the dark matter as well. Yes, I looked that up and everything. <laughs> Not strange matter. No, it was dark by that point. We'd moved on. But <laughs> turned the lights out. Am I, am I right in saying the dark matter was something of a catalyst for the uh, temporal echo? Yes, mm-hmm. essentially, yeah. See, I, I wrote notes and everything. Mm. Yeah. Well, you're not reading them, so they're in your head. They, well, they are now, yeah. Many an evening Probably about 20 years old as well. Flopping in front of the computer, lying on the bed, reading it out loud in a variety of silly voices so I could get the <laughs> oh, timing right. that was you! Right. Oh. That was me, oh, yes. I did wonder. <laughs> Were you impressed with my acting abilities? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was an interesting first effort, I thought. Hmm. Yeah. It um, sets the scene for what would become the Buccaneer Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have a go at something completely original, yeah. which is in the pipeline at the moment. But no, that was uh, was the first time I'd done anything like that, so it was an interesting experiment. Mm, yeah. yeah. And Toby Haydoke was in it. <laughs> yeah, he did, I thought he did a good job. He as, did a uh, very good job. Saeed. And Kriat was good. Yeah, I thought he did a really good job too. Yeah. 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 I heard an earlier edit where he played a bit differently. I yeah. much prefer the, the final version they used. He's much more like my Kriat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, given... I, I honestly wasn't expecting it to be um, the whole album to be as good as it was because it was a first effort and there was so 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 much of a learning curve and lots of people who'd never done anything like that before. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the following ones are like mm-hmm. because as long as they learn from everything and guys just step away from the whole Doctor Who feel because mm-hmm. some of them, I mean, I know the the Buccaneer stuff is essentially basically... That, obviously, it was Doctor yeah. Who when you role-played it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was mention of Doctor Who in there as there, well. There was one reference to yeah. it. But some of the, it, um, you can see the, the influence and that's yeah. fine. But step away from it and and do you know okay. I didn't spread think so spread much. your wings. Yeah. I think we it's because I was looking one, for we it. We didn't mention one for no either. The, oh no, uh, can't remember that one. The emergency operator. Oh god, oh, I didn't listen one. to that one. That was Getting a really good phone story. Call, silent vocals that we should just. Numbers I didn't listen to that pressed. one. Oh bugger! Oh, okay. that, that one was really really good. I really mm. enjoyed that one. One point I must raise. Yeah, looking at these front cover. Yeah, so yeah. Was, so to speak, for sounds of thunder. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you had the buccaneer. You had Kreat. You had a uh, Adsidi. Um, you had the two drunken sots from uh, cocktails. So you had Doctor Sinister. Yeah. Who I want to know is that picture that's on the wall, the person with the maniacal grin on its face. Where's my copy? Of? I mean, to me, it bore a remark, you know, sort of remarkable resemblance to uh, to Adam, actually. Let's have a look. Pass it over the husband. Don't see it myself. Oh, I that meant to be. The bald-headed chap. Oh, I didn't realise, no. Oh, I thought he had hair. No, it's <laughs> definitely, definitely he's not Adam. If anything, oh, it's more like you. Oh, right, okay. okay. <laughs> Don't know. I'd have to ask who that is. I'm not sure. Oh, he's got a moustache as well. So, yeah, mm, yeah I couldn't see that. So, mm, but overall, our opinions of it really good. First up, there's a yeah. couple of, particularly the um, psychiatrist one. I think the mm. audio quality wasn't quite as good for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. But for the most part, they're they're very good. Just the odd technical thing like that. Otherwise, mm. again, yeah, that, that's, very that's only going to improve with time, and they get. Yeah, and I know yeah. obviously behind the scenes stuff. I, I know how they've had to 
cobble together recording occasionally. And- yeah. Oh, speaking of which, um, there was another production, the uh, thing on the doorstep that Sounds of Thunder did. Has anyone listened to that? It's not out yet. All oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's due out soonish, but mm-hmm. I know they had some technical problems on that one. They, they need to re-record one of the people, I believe. For They've also got the, uh, the space goat coming up. <laughs> yeah, space goat space is goat. on its way. <laughs> if um, if listeners wanted to download and listen to these, where would they find them? Because obviously it's not Big Finish or anything no, like no. that. So Sounds of Thunder website. www.soundsofthunder.co.uk So it's an independent production. It is. Yes. And big shout out to Helen Sterling for being all kinds of awesome. Yeah. And making it all possible. Yeah. Look forward to the next. Whatever they do. Definitely. Well done, chaps. No feedback, I'm afraid. Lead us out, Crumb. No letters. No None letters, no feedback. I could make something up. Mm. Go on then. You usually do. No, I don't want to. Okay. Lead us out, Crumbly. <laughs> Dear listeners, please send us some feedback. <laughs> Prove to us you're listening. Or well, let us know if the feedback's not getting through. Yep. How will they <laughs> let us know? How you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, maybe. Uh. Yeah. Please email me to let me know your emails aren't getting through. <laughs> Crumbly. Yes. Instructions have been given. Yes, mistress. Follow them. Whether you want to be podcast, you ask <laughs> You in the corner. <laughs> I just had a, I just had a complete brain fart there. Really. Something said something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Thank God. Uh, but never fear. In <laughs> the next one, there'll be more of the same. Cake. Don't give me no back talk, sucker. <laughs> more fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new and feedback. Please. <laughs> you do realise next podcast we will end up with so much feedback. That's all we'll be doing. <laughs> Swamped. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, I've got early onset, I really have. <laughs> Would you like a cup of tea, dear? Early, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to be going home in a minute, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so until that... B for birthday. Belligerent. Bountiful. Balanitis. Bouncing. Bootylicious. Comes bobbling. Buoyantly. Boobily. Bibbly. Boobily. You're very rude. <laughs> Biliously. Belching. <laughs> Towards us. Burping. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. This is Stephen saying, until next time. It's my birthday. And I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 312, featuring Adam Purcell, Andy Simpkins, fake Keith, real Keith, Gene Riddler, and the man who says very little because he doesn't do his homework, Stephen Clare. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers of the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. I totally came to this, this point. There's no prepared. reason for you to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I was invited and I never got to ask what. I'm going to go now. <laughs> I was promised tea. You're eating all the jammy dodgers. That's very selfish. Can you see the tablet? Oh, it's not here, but I will be able to when Adam passes it to what, me. Even with your shades on? Oh, yeah. Wow. Good grief. What? That makes it look. Whoa! Oh, God. See if it does it for you. Put those on. It polarises it. It's funky, isn't it? Does, it? does it make it better or worse? Oh, no, worse. It's got it's pink colourful. and blue and everything. It's like 3D glasses in the cinema. You probably can go and watch 3D films and not have to worry about the uh, 3D effects. And these look yeah. a lot cooler than 3D glasses. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I've got five pairs of 3D glasses in the glove box in my car. They're just <laughs> breeding in there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, lots of sailors had to, because if they were going to get whipped, they had to sew their own cat of nine tails yeah, together to make sure everything was you get as the, it should be. The um, cards and that, the Christmas cards, and they were yeah, all they sewed them. They sewed, but they're like they use tapestry stitches, embroidery stitches, and all sorts. This week on Needles Podcast, <laughs> we will be discussing curling, knitting, and cross stitching. Did anyone hear Robert Smith, The Cure? Um, they were inducted into the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and oh god, he was wonderful. They done, they did a few songs, and they came out on the red carpet thingy, and this Jessica of a person mm. bowed.
nonstop and she's got the microphone and she's a reporter. Oh my God, it's the cure. Robert Smith. Oh God, you're all wonderful. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you've been inducted. Are you as excited as I am? And Robert Smith went, well, no, obviously not. (laughs) (laughs) So I have vague memories of unicorns chasing after the Doctor and Jamie, but that's about it. And you have a go at my dreams. (laughs) It wasn't a dream, it was the... The the mind robber. Mind robber, yeah. Was Deadpool anywhere nearby? No, no, not for long. My my one is Cybermen grabbing the Doctor's ankle and stopping him from escaping. Ooh. And it was so funny because when we went to the... It wasn't the BFI, it was whenever they did the screening of the Tomb of Simon when they found it. And it got to that bit. And I just grabbed Bill's hand and he's going, (laughs) what? I said, I know what's going to happen. This whole memory came back. And it must have only been about four or five, but it must have terrified me. Mine was... Davros appearing, the half Dalek, mm. and being very, very terrified and very, very sick. <laughs> I had tonsillitis, <laughs> so I don't think it had anything to do with Davros. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember Dark Side Men in an episode, which never happened. So I must have been thinking of. You went of, forward in time. Yeah, maybe that was Movellans Daleks. Oh, yeah, because they would have been silvery. You might have yeah. thought. Also, I have another memory of a Side Man losing its hand in a door, which must have been a Vok. Yeah, mm. but I would have yeah. been about three then mm-hmm. been really yeah. young it's amazing what sticks in yeah because I can see if you're a young young child the similarity between Cybermen and Vok robots it's yeah, yeah. it's a robot it's a mechanical yeah. man yeah and they're probably only related I think Cybermen because of the toys maybe yeah mm. that's the wonderful thing about kids is Ark in Space mm-hmm. my memory of um, <laughs> that green thing engulfing the man and him running around the um, the ship trying to get help was horrific Green bubble wrap, not quite so much. Watch Dark in Space on Blu-ray. Oh! (laughs) A bit more obvious. It's gorge. Unfortunately, it's a bit too gorge because at points you can almost see the joints. You can make out the label on the bubble wrap. (laughs) (laughs) I see high def doesn't really do you any (laughs) favours. I'd say my my earliest Who memory would have to be the uh, troll doll from... um, Yes, uh, at all times. What was yours, young whippersnapper? I was going to say my earliest Who memory. There's going to be like... A lot longer later than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually wasn't. Well, it wouldn't reverse. My thing with Doctor Who is I can't actually pinpoint the exact first episode I watched or something. Like I have memories of seeing Catherine Tate first appear in a wedding dress in like Tenet's episode. Jesus. But at the same, but, but at the same time, I, I watched it on TV. I think my first series on TV of Doctor Who was series three. Like my series three, so like, we started the podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other thing you've got is those of us of a certain age <laughs> only got to see them linear as they came out. Yeah, yeah. It's conceivable that someone a lot, lot younger than us, his first memory could be Tomb of the Sidemen, yeah. because that's what they've watched on DVDs subsequently well, the with thing. their parents. That was the thing. I was, I was at college and I'd heard of Doctor Who, I'd seen it on TV, and I watched it come back. I just, I don't know why, but I hadn't actually investigated or anything at any point. And it was a case of, I went into Woolworths at the time when that was open, and it was like, they had the first series of Chris Eccleston's like, when there were the volumes, so like mm. yeah. one one, volume, yeah, yeah. and they had an offer on, and I was just like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to check this out and see if it's any good, <laughs> and watch it. I watched the first DVD, and the second one went in pretty much straight away afterwards, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, right, and I need to find the other two and watch yeah. them, and then from then on I carried and watched, and caught up what was already out, so I think Series 2 box set was already out as well, and then, yeah, Series 3 was my first show as a Doctor Who fan mm. watching on TV. Yeah. So Smith & Jones was my first proper, I'm going to sit down and watch Doctor Who because this is my favourite show now. Yeah. So you, when you started watching it, you didn't know about regeneration? Not when I watched Equisons, I don't think. Yeah. So it was like, That's amazing. Then, I had you down as a this, lifelong fan. No, I mean, no, literally. Can also think of all the episodes he's got to enjoy fresh and new yeah. I mean, and I've we watched... tried to make him watch Time and the Rabbit <laughs> <laughs> I, I have watched a lot of classic series because again the other part for me was when I watched the new series I was up to date and I watched the third series of Tenet and that but I was in my mind say it was very much a case of I'm not going to go to the classic series because that's there's a lot of back history there for the mm-hmm. show and stuff <laughs> and I wasn't going to 
Then I went into his trade and exchange one day, and they had loads of the DVDs in there for like okay. two pounds or something each. Yeah. Yeah. And so I then did went, you walked. Did need a bag? I, I did. <laughs> I walked out. I must have had like eighteen DVDs of classic oh, series. Oh, oh. That was when it started, and then over the few months following that, my collection Excession. started building up. Yeah. And I now my, my shop have oh, basically yeah. got every DVD that's available for Doctor yeah. Who, yeah. apart from the Macatera and yours since. But yeah, yeah. I've slowly got more. Oh, I recognise that. Yeah. God, when the obsession starts. Yeah. Well, yeah. it, I, I can't pinpoint when my obsession started because it's always been there. Mm. I, yeah. I have memories of watching uh, John Purpose's first one, mm. the uh, Autron Invasion. Oh, yes, but, don't trust mannequins. But <laughs> the nesting... Uh, energy units mm. I called Yeti eggs mm. but I have no recollection of okay. watching a Yeti mm. episode mm. so yeah. you know so it, to me mm. that has been a, a lifelong yeah. thing it's As always Peter been Peter Davison was mm. the obsession point that, because, <laughs> because of having gr- grown up brothers and sisters who were very much into the programme they I mean it started when they were in their teens I got read bedtime stories like Doctor Who and the Zabi. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of like indoctrinated from the point I was brought home from the hospital. There's a the thing, like, you guys all probably have like your first scene of such and such, your first generation that, but for me, like, obviously I watch the DVDs, but Matt Smith is my doctor more yeah. than anything yeah. because he's the one that I went into fully fledged yeah. like from the start. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he did. Like I, I loved David Tennant. David Tennant was amazing. He was my favourite doctor after Eccleston. Who is Eccleston again? <laughs> <laughs> no, Eccleston was brilliant as well. I loved the first series. Then obviously Tennant just hooked me and like I loved his doctor and all the stories he did. And then that was my first regeneration as a fan on TV as it was being broadcast. Trauma. Not catching up. Trauma. And I was like Tennant into Smith. I was like <laughs> Who's this dude guy? Oh, he's cool. I like him. Both guys are cool. <laughs> Did you just pop my bubble wrap? <laughs> you just reached over and popped my Want, bubble wrap. Wantonly. Go on then. Ooh, uh, my wife. My wife. I'm letting another man pop my bubble wrap. You are not the woman I married. <laughs> No, she isn't. No, she was oh, a girl. Another man, you have another man popping <laughs> bubbles. There's two of us now. Oh, <laughs> three of us doing it. Oof. Does it feel good? It's like Assassin's Creed all over again. <laughs> when I was in Rome on holiday for the week, we were going around some of the old um, areas and literally on top of one of the brick walls there were a couple of seagulls and they were just at it. And the funniest <laughs> thing in Italy was that people were just standing and watching as they did it. And then obviously it was very quick and then one flew off. And then I kid you not, people were clapping for the other seagull. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I was like, yes. <laughs> just a little crowd of like Italians and that watching the seagull and like laughing as we were filming it. And we were just like, what's up? Oh. And then it stopped and then they were just clapping. I was like, okay, this is Italy. <laughs> when in Rome. Yeah, exactly. When in Rome. Happy birthday to you. Squash birthday to you. Happy birthday to the garden. Happy birthday to you. I like my straights. <laughs> Give her the bumps. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be you want doing to that end up later. in <laughs> Backs. <laughs> <laughs>